I like board games. I, I, do you like board games? Is it people like board games? Yes? Yes? No? Unsure? Card games? Yeah, card games, you know? No, 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 no card games. So, um, <laughs> no, Nick, I don't. Um, so, I, I'm not talking about like poker or, you know, Vegas kind of card games, because that's, no. Um, I'm just talking generic, you know, family friendly, anti violence, monopoly, you know, no, <laughs> um, You know, but I, I, ball games. I like ball games. They're fun. My, my kids and I and my, and my wife love to play ball games. We, we like card games to an extent, so we like um, Uno. You know, you know Uno, right? Uno's a fun game. Um, we've got a, a, a card game called Bible Family Card Game. So it's actually like, uh, yeah, Bible families, and you have families of the Bible. And, you know, you go around and say, do you have the summer for Nehemiah? And, and, you, get, and you have to collect families of the Bible. And the kids love it. So if you want an alternative to poker, find that game. <laughs> and kids will love it. It's great. Um, I, I, honestly, I do. I really like, I really like uh, card games. Uh, not card games, like board games and cards. Um, when I was younger at uni, my friends and I, we, used to, we, had, we, had, this, we had Uno Slam. So we played Uno Slam. You know, you know Uno Slam, the game. And we were just playing around the table with four of us, and it got so intense. Like, you could feel the tension in the room. Um, and so that game was banned from our lives. We don't, ever, we don't talk about it. We don't play that game again. Uh, we're scarred, deeply scarred by that game. But I, I, we, we like card games, and it's fun to play uh, board games as well, more specifically board games. Um, and you like them too. What about um, what you do? Do you, do you read the rules first when you, when you play the board games? Do you? Oh, no, like, no, Nick. I just, I see the board game, I open up and I go for it. Do you read rules when you play games? Yes, yeah, some say yes, others say no. no. If you know you're a rebel, you just, you just do what you want. You just, you know, um, but you, know, you have rules, right? In board games, you have rules. You, you have to kind of, how do I play this game? You know, you just play. And, uh, but before, essentially, you want to play the game, you need to know the rules. Because essentially, you have no idea how to play. If it's a new game, you're going to have to learn the rules. Same, same for like consoles, you have to learn the rules, how things play. Um, you, I, don't, I don't think you just open a ball game and you start to throw dice and hope for the best and see what, where the game takes you. You, know? you have to learn how to play the game. You have to learn how to read the rules and actually know that you're playing the game the right way. So you might think, Nick, scripture, where is it? So, here I am. I'm coming to it, my friends. Don't you worry. Um, and, and, and for the next few weeks, we are looking at a series called Your Favorite Psalms. So in the summer, we're looking at Psalms. Um, and my favorite Psalm is all of the Psalm 119. So we're going to go from verse 1 to 125. So be seated. This is going to be a long service. We're looking 45 minutes to an hour long. So hope you get comfortable. Uh, no, I'm completely playing with you guys. That would be quite crazy. Um, but here we go. So it's going to come from the screen, Psalm 119, verses 97. And if you have your Bibles, you can open it up. Verses 97 to 105, I believe that's what I said. Yes, there we go. It says this. The psalmist writes and says this. Oh, how I love your law and meditate on it day long. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than all the teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. I have more understanding than the elders, for I obey your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil path 
so that I may obey your word. I have not departed from your laws. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. And your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my, on my path. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Like I said at the beginning, you, when you play a ball game, a new ball game, you need to know rules. You need to you open up, you, need to just, you open a wrapper, you get to the ball game, and first thing you should do is actually, how do I play this game? You open the rules and you read the manual. And it's a bit like what the psalmist says here. I'm going to explain a bit more, but um, we cannot necessarily rely on our own thinking when it comes to the Bible. We need to know what this says. We need to know uh, what wisdom to receive. And the psalmist writes here, he says, we need to meditate on God's word day and night. We need to know the word of the Lord. We need to know, if you will, the rule of life. We need to know how life works, how it is to be explored, how things are to go. This essentially, if you will, is my guide to life. We read into this and we find the rules, what to do, how you, what not to say and what to do and where to go and what to say and, and X, Y, and Z. So this is the rule book, if you will. Not even rule, but just the guide that, just, that helps you to understand life. We need to read it to understand it. And if we don't, essentially, you can be playing dumb and just fumbling in the dark. I, um, we went to a friend's house recently, and I play, I play Uno a specific way. So, you know, you, can, you get a times two card, and you, you can overlay it. When you, you pass it around, you can go two and two, and you get a, the super card, the X4, where you can just lay it whenever you want. You can't do that, guy. I'm really sorry, you can't. The X4... You can only play it if you haven't got the color, the, the color that's in front of you. You cannot just play it however willy-nilly. You cannot do it. Can you imagine the horror on my face? <laughs> I've been playing this game my whole life wrong. I, I, it, was, it was a shock. And then my friend says, Nick, you can't do this. I'm like, what do you mean I can't end on a special? He's like, you can't. That's what the rule says. And I was like, what? I've been playing a game that I love wrongly. We need to know the rules of the game. We need to know the rules on how we play this thing we call life. We need to, to know how to go about life. We need to know what it means. I love the phrase on verse 105 that it says, Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. And the author writes in terms of a metaphorical statement to emphasize that actually wisdom that we receive only comes from God. The wisdom to, to lead us and to carry us through only comes from the Lord. Some of us were here at Belchamps. We went Belchamps camping. And um, so we had a few lamps. We had some lamps and, and things that we would carry with us when we were camping. Um, so you had your phone and, and, and you had your, your torches and your lamps, right? Just, and it's dark in your tent. It's half 11, 12, you think, oh, I need to go to the toilets. I have my teeth. I have to wash my face. I'm a bit dirty and grimy. I need to go and it's cold out there. It's dark. What do I do? So you, you get up, you know, you put your fleece on and you just go. And, and you, you get a lamp or your torch and you're trying to see where you're walking. But the light doesn't reach. You cannot, unless you've got like a super powerful light, let's not 
doesn't count. You've got a lantern, and you can't really see Dafa ahead of you. If, have you ever had a lantern, like, you know, camping? You, you really can't see 200 meters ahead of you. It doesn't work that way. The idea of a lantern is you hold it, but it's, actually, it's, it's, it's just what's in front of you, right? It's immediate sight. It's actually what's in front of your feet. It's just what's really immediately in front of you. So as you carry a lantern, you usually start to go step by step by step, and you see what, as you walk, things start to reveal themselves. A lantern doesn't give you supernatural light that you can see right into the future. It just gives you what you need for the time being now, just for what you need. And I remember, like, um, um, I was in a hotel once, and they have the blackout curtains, you know, the ones that are super curtains where you just, as soon as you switch lights off, it's pitch black, and you just get lost in your room. Um, and I had my phone on me, and Sarah was asleep, and I didn't want to disturb her. So um, I'm like this with my phone, trying to walk around, trying to find where I'm going to go. And I, was, I didn't have any shoes on. And you get the corner of the bed, and I stubbed my little toe. <laughs> the agony. And I'm, you know, I'm here looking that way, kind of make sure I know I'm going. But if I just look where I'm going on the floor, I would be fine. But I stubbed my little toe, and to this day, it still hurts. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm exaggerating. But you get the idea, the, uh, the lamp isn't supposed to give us foresight into the future. The Lord is talking about, actually, it's immediate sight. And so the, the word for lamp in Hebrew is near, N-Y, N-I-Y-R. And, and it's, it's a description of a lamp that is more um, equivalent to a subtle candle. The light of a candle is subtle, it's gentle. And the idea is that, actually, the Lord gives us a visibility enough to navigate what we need. Just enough. We, we go with the, with, the, with the lamp and we just we see just what we need. Not more, not, we just, the Lord gives us just what you need. At the time you did it now. And the idea is the lamp is, it's just enough light for you to move about in your life, in your immediate vicinity, and, and what's around you. God with enough light, as we read from the, the psalmist here, he gives us enough light and direction to go. And so this word here, to love the God's law, to, to meditate on it, to, 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 to cherish it, to, to read it, is like that lamp. It's what gives us that sight and understanding. God's word, this Bible, the, the words that we read, is exactly what we need to know more about Jesus. It's exactly what we need to read to know more about life. I, um, when I was younger, I used to read a lot. And I'm trying to read more, but you know, it gets busier. Um, but let me ask everybody here a question. Do, do, you read, do, you, do you like reading? Do you read? No, I've got some heads. You read, right? Yeah, good. Um, how many novels or books would you say you've read last year? From when to finish? How many books have you finished, maybe? Ten? Ten books? That's a lot of books. Ten? Five? Ten? Fifteen? Twelve? Thirty books. <laughs> Thirty books. At least, oh gosh, I'm, I'm slacking behind. So 30 books. So you read, right? Reading is, is we learn and it's enjoyable. It's fun. There are, there are all variety of books and there are different genres of books. And it's, in, it's throughout the year. But what about the Bible, I wonder? How many of us could say we've read it from end to end in a year? It would be, be just a few, right? If, you, if we're really honest with ourselves, if we're really, really honest down to the core on us. We would rather read other stuff. I, I, it's true. We would rather read other stuff than read this, this guide to life, if you will. This book here that's on my left, that's 
the one that gives us everything that we need. We'd rather have it as an additional, as a on the side. Oh, I'll read it when I can. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Leviticus? I don't think so. So, yeah, but, but rather, you know, we'd read, you know, Jack Reacher instead because this is fun. But actually, this book here, this book here, the psalmist says, I meditate on your laws. I, 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 I invest my time. I spend time in it. I, I dive deep into it because, Lord, I love your words. They, they are like lamps in my feet. Your words guide my life. They tell me where I'm going. They sustain me. And, and the psalmist writes, he says, I have more understanding than all the elders because you, Lord, are teaching me. The Lord is teaching us through his word. If we invest our time, if we read more about God, more about Jesus, we will only grow to become more Christ-like. We need to spend time in his word. It is, this is one of the many ways in which we grow in relationship with the Lord, in many ways in which we cultivate intimacy with the Lord, that we know what Jesus is about, we know what his heart is about, we know what his direction for our life is about. If we focus on loving God, if we focus on meditating on his word, on his precepts, on, on just spending some time with this book, we will grow in prosperity in knowing Jesus in his full intimacy and, and wealth of love that he has for us. We need to spend time with the Lord Jesus. And the psalmist makes it so clear. Lord, I obey your words and meditate on them day and night. They are like sweeter than honey to my mouth. The, Lord, the word of the God is good. It's, it's good. And the psalmist cannot, he says, this is so good. This is better than honey. Honey is sweet, right? It says, this is much better than honey. This is like, I don't know, like a strawberry tart, like I like my, this is, this is my thing. This is, this is sweeter than honey. This is fantastic. This book here, Lord, I gain everything from it. I, I understand life. I know, how to, I know how to play. I know how to enjoy life once I read your precepts. Once I spend time in it, I, I know where I'm going. I know that actually, oh, this is what you want from me, Lord? This is fantastic. I, oh, you, you don't mean to do this, Lord? Oh, thank you. Your word guides me. This book I hold in my hand is the guide to everything that we, we need to know how to, how to go about our Christian walk in our Christian life. Imagine this, okay? This is our guy, but imagine this. You are at home playing Monopoly. Um, we play Monopoly together, and, or you and your family are playing Monopoly, however, and you're playing around, and it's not your turn, and say it's my turn. And I, and, and I go to the bank, and I just take some money out of the bank and put it in front of me, and you go, what? And I said, yeah. He said, you, he says, you can't do that, Nick. I'm like, yeah, I can. That's how I play the game. Like, but that's, that's not the rule, but that's my rule. That's how I play the game. That, that's, how, that's my rule. So, but you don't. He said, no, that's my rule. That's how I play the game. I just take the money out when I need it, and that's my rule. And you're still playing around the game. You know, the board game's fine. You guys are like, okay, whatever. You're playing around, and someone else decides to take a house and just put it on their piece. And you go, you, you, can't, you can't do that. You've not. But that's my rule. That's how I, I play the game. But you, you can't. But that's, that's how I play the game. It doesn't make sense. We... Without knowing the rules, like games become meaningless. They, became, they become fractured. They, they have no point. Anybody and everybody can do whatever they want or desire. Well, that makes no sense. 
If I was playing Monopoly with you and you were doing that with the game, I'd just say, I don't want to play. This is this, this just cheating, you're, you're robbing your friends of, of the game, you, you're belittling the game, you're, you're insulting what this is. doesn't make sense. I don't want to play. And so this bouquet offers guide, guidance. The world is a messy place. The world is fractured. The world is confusing. It's got its own rules to play by. It's got its own different rules and stuff. But we've got the one that matters the most. We've got it here. We've got God's word. We've got the one that is living, acting, and breathing. The one who is like a double-edged sword. The, the word of God is so powerful. If you don't believe me, Jesus himself meditated on the word of God. He, when he went in the desert for 40 days, he quoted the word of God. He would pray the word of God. When he was talking with the Pharisees, he would quote the word of God. Jesus spent time. He, he knew this book on my left. He invested his time in it. My heart is set on keeping your decrees, verse 112. Your statutes are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. The psalmist right. Your, your word, Lord, is the joy in my heart. Just knowing your word just gives me joy. The joy of my heart. The Bible is a fantastic tool that we have um, at our disposal. I once heard it said like this. The Bible is a love letter from God to you. It's a love letter with all the instructions on how you need to live your best life. A love letter, not a, let, not a book to beat you down, or to belittle you, but a love letter to inspire you, to, to teach you, to rebuke, to correct, to train us in righteousness. And we know that all scripture is God-breathed. The word of God is active, it's breathing, it's alive. It's full of wisdom, full of goodness, and full of insight. And I know reading sometimes is difficult, so... Um, when I was thinking about this, I thought, well, Nick, how, how can I share the importance of reading the word with people? What else can I give to people? Um, and so some people may just struggle to read because they, they, you know, reading is difficult. They would have struggles to read it, and that's okay. The good thing about technology is we've got so many tools at our disposal that can really help us with still spending time in the book, word of God. Um, there's this app called it's called Bible. If you, have, if you have a smartphone, a tablet, the internet, there's this app called Bible. Um, and you can, you can read it. It goes down, you read, and you can listen at the same time. If reading is difficult for you, you can just press play, and you can listen to the Bible being read to you. Um, and at the same time, you can read it. There's, an, there's possibilities in which you can get into the Word of God. You can press play, and you can read it. If you're struggling about, well, Nick, how do, I, how do I read the Bible in a year? Do I just go from Genesis to Revelation? How do I get into it? There are, there are, there are plans, there are ways, there are apps, there are people, there are things that you can find online to do it. HTB, do a Bible in a year with Nicky Gumbel. You'll start for one day, and you work your whole, whole year, and you, you do the whole Bible in a year. And at the end of it, there's a little kind of uh, word of the day, either by Pepper or by Nicky. Or, or if that's not your thing, there's Lecture Divina 365. There's, there's, there's other ways to find and get involved in the Word of God. And if, and if, and if you, you like me, you, you, um, I, went, I went to sort of uh, Ridley, and we had to do this thing called the daily office. It's like you morning and evening prayer. You, you spend time in the morning, and you go through 
the Word of God. You'll pray, you'll listen, you'll meditate on the Word. You've got morning prayer, and you've got evening prayer, and you've got night prayer. The daily prayer app, the daily office. And if you've got children, there's a Bible called Bible for Kids. My kids love that Bible. They color it in, they, they get questions. There's, there are so many ways in which you can just learn about God, in which you can really learn about his words and his precepts. The psalmist says it's so beautiful just to spend time with the Lord, just to be in his presence, just to know about Jesus. Just to know about Jesus. And I'm going to end on this. So like I was saying to the children this morning, so I've got a smartwatch which I charged last night, and I'm wearing it now. And I'm, I'll tell you, as soon as, if I don't charge it tonight, by tomorrow, I'm going to get a message that says, you need to charge me now, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die. Like, if you don't charge me, you won't see the time. And if I don't charge it, my watch will be useless. I've got all these things that if they don't get some sort of input, if they don't, get, if they don't go to the source that fades them, if, that, if they don't go to the source that feeds them, they will become useless to me. We need to go to the source, the one that feeds us, Jesus, and how better to know Jesus through prayer and through meditation in his word, spending time in his word. In small groups, you're doing it already. In your own time at home. And my encouragement is keep spending time. Rejoice that we've got this book, that we, we've got this opportunity to spend to read freely, just to know Jesus, just freely to know him. We don't have to hide behind doors. We don't have to, to hide for fear of persecution. We can read, read this book completely free, without fear. Let's spend time in his word. Let's spend time loving Jesus. Let's spend time just growing through what he has to teach us. Your word, Lord, is a lamp for my feet and the light for my path. Amen. So Father, we thank you for your word. And Lord, I just want to pray that as we...